Hi, this is Hal, and this is the Living in a Body podcast. Thank you very much for being here. Today's episode is called The God-Sized Hole. It's episode 24, Spiritual Crisis and Major Life Transition. It goes like this. I've been thinking a lot about God lately. I was all by myself in the float tank yesterday and we were having a conversation. I said, God, you must have some sort of plan for me. What possibly could be your plan in all this craziness? Within a few minutes, I got a very clear answer. This is the plan, Hal. This moment is the plan. What are you going to do with it? For a moment, I chuckled relaxed and I smiled. Then I dove into a spiral of fear. Occasionally it's grandiose thoughts about God's plan for my future that inspire me to keep going. My sister tells me you'll inspire thousands of MECFS patients not to give up. With your platform, you'll be a voice for the millions missing. In these recent times of difficulty, I regularly resort to magical thinking. I'll fall in love and live happily ever after in marital bliss. But God says this is the plan. This moment. With all its discomfort, all its aloneness and all its illness. This is the only plan. There are no further plans just further moments to unfold. The reality is that in this moment I'm living with severe chronic illness. I'm in unrelenting physical discomfort. Walking to and from the bathroom is becoming more and more difficult and I have no idea how much worse it can get. That's when the spiral of fear sets in. But God asks, what are you going to do with it? Whenever I would ask my dad about God, he'd reply with a 10-minute sermon. Then he'd send me away with a book recommendation. I'm sorry to say that I rarely listened to the sermons, and I never read the books. Then, for almost 25 years, I was the music director of a Unitarian Universalist church that rarely mentioned God. All those years, I often held a deep longing for more God language. Today, I'm active in a 12-step program that talks about God all the time. To be honest, for years, I've struggled with all the God talk in the program. But these days, I'm open to it. I've got nowhere else to turn. Lately, I'm getting most of my ideas about God in my float tank. My, my daily meditation readings, and my conversations with 12-step fellows. I appreciate the principle in 12-step recovery that we don't enter into theological discussions or arguments on the subject of religion. It's a spiritual program. Each person is free to find their own understanding of a power greater than themselves. Some choose to call it God, Others might call it higher power. 
everyone is free to believe or not believe what they wish. So when I talk about God here, I'm not talking about the God that you might think I'm talking about. I'm not talking about your understanding of God. I'm not talking about my dad's understanding. I'm talking about the God of my own, mostly lack of understanding. There, now that that's clear, I'm right smack dab in the middle of a spiritual crisis. You could call it a spiritual opportunity, I suppose, but it feels more like a crisis. The person who I thought I was is no longer. All the things that I took for granted no longer exist. I was a guy that thrived on nonstop creating. I had endless to-do lists running around in my head and I was rarely satisfied with what I got done. Even though I lived with mild to moderate MECFS for 29 years, I've been more of a human doing than a human being. I still hold the faulty belief that if I do enough, then I will be enough. Today I'm living in a whole new reality. I'm grieving the loss of my previous one. The last seven years were some of the happiest and most content years of my life. I was the scooter riding, guitar strumming, ping pong playing, bonacula shaking, harmonica blowing, concert giving, frisbee throwing, go club organizing, music directing, talk show hosting, video creating, TikTok posting, garden growing, grocery shopping, meal preparing, solo living version of how. To top it all off, I was in a loving relationship with a beautiful woman who was my best friend. Now, with all that stripped away, I'm in a painful search to find out who I am. All that stripped away, it's just me and God floating together in the float tank and writhing together in bed. It's been excruciatingly difficult. Somehow I have to make peace with just being. Somehow I need to find a new version of myself. Somehow I've got to come to terms with this reality. As I said before, I'm smack dab in the middle of a spiritual crisis. God help me. The other day I had an inspiring phone conversation with a 12-step fellow. It blew my mind a little bit. This guy's words were on fire and it was my story that was coming out of his mouth. Basically, there's this God-sized hole in me and I've spent my whole life trying to fill it up. I tried to fill it with muffins, coffee, sex, marijuana, musical instruments, relationships, creative projects, and TikTok views, to name a few. But no matter how much of it all I took in, it was never enough. I was never satisfied. I've spent my life trying to fill this God-sized hole, and the only thing that can fill it is, guess what? God. And I have no idea how to talk or even think about God. Heck, I don't even believe in God. But it all makes so much sense to me. This fellow went on to continue telling my story. 
he was talking about God's will versus my will. I've always known very clearly what my will is. My will is to get the thing that I want, even if it means hurting myself or others. If I get the thing that I want, then I'll be satisfied. Take, for instance, that harpeggi in the other room. During the brief window of time this spring when I was feeling better, I got it into my little brain that I needed a harpeggi. I was going to become a harpeggi player. The harpeggi now sits in my office unplayed and hangs on my brain as a bit of a burden. Oh my goodness. If you've been following my story, is this an example of doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results or what? Go listen to Hal the Imaginary Harpist. God's will is different. Maybe God's will is not about acquiring things or arranging circumstances. Maybe, maybe God's will is what is. Maybe it's about wanting what I have and finding the good right where I am. Take, for instance, this illness. Someday I'll gather up the gumption to share with you all the blessings that MECF has, has brought into my life. God's will requires great compromise, and I'm usually not up to the challenge. But for today, I want to be done pulling the strings. All I have to do now is float down the river of life, smile, compromise, and trust God. Sheesh. Can I say thy will be done and really mean it? That phone conversation really spoke to me. But five minutes later, I got a call from another fellow. She started by asking me a bunch of questions about my condition, and I followed by answering. Each time she would reply, ooh, that sounds bad. She asked, do you have anyone helping you? And I said, yeah, I have a full-time caretaker. She said, ooh, gosh, that does sound bad. Everything I told her, she was like, ooh, that sounds bad. I'll pray for you. I left that call really shook. Reminded of how bad it really is, I dialed my sister and cried my heart out for a few minutes. I'm in a major life transition, a life transition that I didn't choose. From Hal Walker, the Superman musician who can do everything, I'm transitioning to something else, and I don't know yet what that is. But I'll tell you, I've been hanging on to the old identity with every fiber of my being. For the last year, I've been trying to squeeze out every last little bit of creativity before it's too late, including this post right here. I imagine that all that pushing has played some role in the progression of this illness. I have moments of hope, though. I've learned that when I fight, the illness always wins. The only way to beat MECFS is to get underneath it and to surrender to it. Really, there is no beating it. For my whole life, I've been hungrily searching for more, and it's time to lay back and bask in what I have. 
This illness is presenting me with an opportunity to find another path. There is another path for Hal Walker. It's not going to be easy. The grief and the fear are often overwhelming. But at times I'm hopeful. Two weeks ago it became very clear to me that I was in need of full-time care again. I called a friend to help face the daunting task of piecing together volunteers. On that very same day, out of the blue, I got a Facebook message from my friend Heidi, letting me know that our Kenyan musician friend Mango needed work and a place to stay for the next couple months. He came over the next day to talk details, and he's been living here ever since. Mango gives me a foot massage every morning and a full body massage every night. Within the first week, he deep cleaned my whole house. He has a wonderful smile and a great sense of humor. I couldn't ask for better chemistry with a live-in helper. Mango is very clear that it's God that brought us together. I'm willing to go along with that. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you. And thank you, everybody. Thank you for your attention, for listening. I really appreciate you. Bye-bye.